Welcome back, everybody, to what we call Lively Extra, when 30 minutes is just not enough, our special online bonus segment. Happy to have you with us. Let's reset the panel. Lisa Pelosi and Bob Wagan and Mark Smiley. Mark, something we didn't get to in the... Uh, the main program is this proposed merger, it sounds like Groundhog Day, between Care New England and Lifespan. Uh, will this time, will the third time, fourth time be the charm? You have a little bit of history of this. Tell us about that. Well, I was uh, I was with Lifespan the first time that there was a merger discussion, um, and the FTC had requested data to look and see whether or not this would create a monopoly. Um, and we filled up an 18-wheeler truck full of paper forms. Uh, and paper reports, and they had a specific deadline that they had to uh, get through all of it and render their reading in 30 days, and, uh, and, and there was just no way they were going to be able to absorb all this data in 30 days, and they came back and said, well, we don't see a problem with it. Um, however, I do have to think that there actually will be a problem with it. Uh, anytime you lessen competition, uh, it's not good for the consumer, it's not good for the doctors, it's not good for the system as, as a whole. Uh, we already have large insurance companies um, that are competing against each other, and we need to keep that going as well as we need hospitals to not have a juggernaut of um, being able to set prices as to whatever they want to because there's no one else around uh, to curb that. So competition needs to stay, um, and they don't like to have competition with each other, so they want to make it so that there isn't any competition and that just can't happen with it's not good for our healthcare system it's not good for the state as a whole um it just we've got to stay away from that uh, but lisa isn't that the question we've been asking for decades is it a monopoly and why would that change in 2021 from what what that view was maybe two decades ago so here's the difference Brown University, before it was just the two systems coming together trying to discuss whether they converge. This time around, the real game changer is Brown University. Not only are they bringing a sizable uh, commitment of money, they said $125 million over the next five years, but they're really wanting to put together an academic medical health center. And that is a game changer for Rhode Island. Uh, we have to recognize that our hospitals, there are uh, 11 hospitals in our, in our very small state uh, recently, they've been struggling. There's been financial struggle for them. And in fact, three years ago, we saw the closing of Memorial Hospital in Pawtucket. So the hospitals, there, there needs to be a change. The reimbursement rates that come from Medicare and Medicaid are not equal to um, the cost of the benefits or the services that are being provided. So if we don't do something, uh, the whole system could just collapse. So we need to have this game changer happen. We need well, to correct Medicare and Medicaid's reimbursement. That that needs to be something done at the federal level. Yeah, why isn't that being addressed, Mark? Why 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 isn't the federal government addressing that? Because it keeps getting to, they slashed. Want to spend money on something else. Uh, it's it's plain and simple. They want to spend it on something else. Uh, we need to increase the reimbursement rates for Medicare and Medicaid both. Um, and there have been situations where I've talked to doctors. This is what I do now. Uh, I've talked to doctors and they haven't seen an increase in decades on a particular procedure one way or the other. Uh, why? Because it's not sexy. Uh, it's not a new way of spending money. It's the same old, same old way of spending money. And that's not something that Congress is going to be all that interested in doing. Um, but fixing the problem there, um, which is the 800 pound gorilla in the middle of the room, uh, it's 60, 60 to 70% of healthcare and as a whole, 
is Medicare and Medicaid combined. And uh, if they're not pay- pulling their weight, if they're not doing it, then they're going to try to shift it back on the third party spenders uh, or the third party insurance, uh, such as Blue Cross Blue Shield or United Healthcare, who have no choice but to turn around and put it on the back of the employers. Um, so we've got to address Medicare and Medicaid up front, get it out in the open, make sure that we're spending what we need to be spending in Medicare and Medicaid, and leave competition to being competitive with each other. Bob? Well, I've, I often look at the issues uh, with regard to this merger, and Mark is uh, far more astute about these issues than I, but I've often seen that whenever you have a merger a proposal like this, you're going to have a couple things happen. First of all, you're always worried about uh, the improvement in quality. You want to be sure that there's going to be an improvement in healthcare provided to uh, people in Rhode Island. Many people say that we will get that now, particularly as Lisa said, with Brown University being a participant, which is a, it really is a game changer. But the other part is that you often have uh, layoffs and uh, decreases in employment uh, for those because they have to shed some of the um, backroom activity and other things that goes on. You're hoping that there will not be shedding those kinds of services that provide quality health care for people. Uh, for many, many, many years, uh, the difference between a procedure in Rhode Island and a procedure up in Boston, Boston always got paid far more money than what Rhode Island did. And there's that lack of equity um, it certainly needs to be addressed and has not been addressed in decades. Uh, I'm still on the fence about this merger. I, I like the idea of the three uh, coming together, Brown being the special sauce in all of this. Uh, but I also concern about um, the lack of competition that Mark talks about and job layoffs that may, I think, will eventually occur when you have a merger. I also wonder, so, you know, you said improvement, Bob. You hope at least that it doesn't get worse, you know, that you come together and maybe you have the same care. The thing that I wonder about, and Lisa or Mark, you can take this, is Rhode Island, before all this hit, had a $35 million deficit, right? So, I mean, you can't, that's unsustainable. You can't keep doing that going forward. So, if this merger, let me ask you, Mark, if this merger didn't go forward, then how short of getting more money from the federal government, how do they make it work financially? Well, um, one thing that we could do is start looking towards the model of the West Coast when it comes to hospitalization. Uh, Kaiser Permanente has been running roughshod over top of their hospitals out on the West Coast. But in reality, what they have done is keep hospital costs down. Uh, and that needs to happen here. Uh, I can give you an example of Kitty Todd's Valley Community Health Center in the middle of Washington State. Services a, a client base of about 50,000 people. Uh, as of the last time I was there, it was like 1999, 2000 time frame, something like that. They had never had all of their beds full. They only had 25 of them. Um, and, and they never had 25 um, outpatients at any given time. They service a community of about 50,000 people. Uh, Newport Hospital has 110 to 125 beds. I don't remember exactly. They're almost always completely full, and they service a community of about 50,000 people. Uh, We are sending people to the hospital too often. They're staying too long. Uh, That's not good for anyone. Uh, One of the more dangerous places on the planet is uh, a hospital uh, for people to go, and we need to get in the habit of getting people in and out of the hospital, only putting them there if it's absolutely necessary and uh, to start trimming back on our usage of the hospitals. Um, If you put that model forward, um, 
the one from Kitty Tots Valley in Washington State, we would only need Rhode Island Hospital here in the state of Rhode Island. Uh, we have 11 other hospitals, or no, 10 other hospitals. Um, not necessary. We need to utilize our hospitals uh, differently uh, and go with the model going on in on the West Coast today. Lisa, I'll give you the last word. We got just about a minute left. You know, and the other thing that we can do is just uh, step up, step up our game and research. So bringing Brown in will allow uh, the hospitals to go after more federal grant money. Um, for research will improve the level of care that we have. And we do have people outside of Rhode Island seeking care in Rhode Island because of the high level of expertise that we have in some specialties. All right, that is all the time we have, folks. Again, uh, even Lively Extra is not enough. Again, Lisa and Bob and Mark, thank you so much, especially for this discussion on the hospitals. It's an important one to keep uh, an eye on going forward. Folks, hope you can join us back here next week as Lively Experiment continues. Have a great week.